The views expressed on The Pickleball Show are not necessarily those of the USAPA. The Pickleball Show is the official podcast of the USAPA dedicated to growing the sport of pickleball around the country. Show your support and become a USAPA member today. Visit USAPA.org. From Bainbridge Island to the villages. Pickleball is one of the fastest growing sports in America. Buckeye to Abbotsford. Time out, baby, yeah! St. George to Rochester and all points in between. If you've heard of pickleball or you already play it, then you know. This is the Pickleball Show. This is Gail Leach, author of The Art of Pickleball, and here's the host of The Pickleball Show, Chris Allen. Thank you, Gail, and welcome to the show dedicated to helping you play better pickleball while having even more fun and meeting new friends who share your passion for this great sport. My name is Chris Allen, joining you today from Asheville, North Carolina. And what do you say? Let's walk on over and see whose paddle is in the fence today. One of my favorite blogs on pickleball and just in general is rvpicklers.com. And a pair of ladies are responsible for that blog. We've spoken before with Nancy Whiteman. And Denise Boutine is also the other half of rvpicklers.com. And Denise is joining me today. Hey, Denise. Hey, Chris, how are you? Doing well today. Hope you are. I'm doing well myself. Thank you. Now, where is Olga, which is the name of your RV, where has Olga been lately carrying you and Nancy around the country? Well, the last time we were in Olga was in May, and we went to play in the Mississippi Senior Games. And from there, we went over to Hiawassee, Georgia, and then home. And she's been in storage since then. Well, actually, she had to have some warranty repair work but since then she's been in storage waiting for our next venture in january so you've already got one planned out yes we're going we're heading west we're going to california oh nice now have you just uh, been uh, staying close to home while olga has been taking the summer off or have you been traveling in other ways well we've been traveling other ways we were in chicago for five days and then when we came back we actually went to cuba and then we went to the dominican republic The Dominican Republic was a volunteer kind of mission cruise. I've heard about those. I'm sure that was very rewarding. Well, in addition to all of that travel, you have also become certified as an IPTPA teaching professional. And for those of you not familiar with the IPTPA, that stands for International Pickleball Teaching Professional Association. That was started by Seymour Rifkin and uh, Alex Hamner is on the board, Sarah Ansbury, uh, Kyle Yates, Dave Wine. Lots of household pickleball names are part of the IPTPA, and now you're part of that. And uh, that makes you unique in that you're not only a certified pickleball teaching professional, but for many years, you're also a PGA professional as well. That's correct. Professional Golfers of America. I know your career Navy, did you teach in a special area or all over? Since I've moved all over the United States, since I've become a PGA professional, I've taught in many states. I've taught in um, California and Colorado, then in Pennsylvania, and finally in Florida, well, in Florida. And then I ended my career, retired from New York. And I taught all levels of players. It depended on where I worked, whether or not how many juniors I had. But when I finished my career in New York, I had a pretty good following of juniors from the, you know, the family 
families where they of the club I worked. So I had a, a good variety of ages and talents. I would be, I think if you had to teach me, I would be a pretty much of a blank slate because I don't know that much about golf, even though uh, my wife and I live on a golf course now, uh, <laughs> which seems kind of odd. Um, we, you know, we, we like the area and kind of like the, the lifestyle, but uh, I've never, I still, I thought when we moved here that, uh, all right, I would become the golf guy, but uh, that first week I uh, discovered pickleball in the little newsletter here. And uh, after that, that was almost three years ago and I have been hooked and any, any chance I get, I'd much rather play pickleball. And I still have yet to play a round of golf. The only time I'm on the golf course is when I'm driving across it to get to the pickleball courts. <laughs> I understand that. Well, you're down in the villages, so you have a great mix of both golf and pickleball down there, don't you? We do. And as a matter of fact, we moved here to play golf. But like you, um, we discovered pickleball. Now, the thing that uh, was so interesting to me when when uh, we spoke was the correlation, I guess, the similarities that, that you have found between golf and pickleball and how you can use golf to make yourself a better pickleball player. I thought that was really interesting. And I know that there are a lot of people who are passionate about both sports and really enjoy both. So I thought this is a crossover that I think a lot of people, you know, everybody thinks tennis and pickleball, that's the obvious crossover. And then maybe, you know, racquetball or, or table tennis. Uh, but I, I don't think a lot of people have thought about golf and having those skills cross over to pickleball. So I wanted to get you to elaborate on, I guess, the connection between the two and how you can use the skills from your golf game to make yourself the best pickleball player you can be. You know, what kind of, how do you divide it up? How do you, what kind of sections do you have here? As far as the basics, fundamentals of each sport, which because you are holding, in golf you hold a, a club, in pickleball you're holding a paddle. There is a connection between your hands, and if you don't have the, the paddle in your hands correctly or a way that you can feel what the ball is doing off the face of the paddle, it's similar to what you can't feel what the ball does off the face of a golf club. I use a continental grip, which is basically more the paddle grip is in my fingers opposed to my palms, and in golf, it's the same thing, and since I'm right-handed, those of you who those players who are right-handed golfers will can relate to this that your right hand on a golf club is very similar to how your hand is on the pickleball grip. So I, that's how I see that is you want a firm grip in your fingers but it can't be vice like if it's in your palm it restricts the motion of your wrist that you need for both golf and pickleball for doing shots. So that's that's the first thing I see is that the the connection between the grip of the club or the grip of the paddle is your only connection to the instrument you're using to make the ball go where you want it to go. So in both sports, golf and pickleball, you're using another object to touch the ball. You never are physically touching the ball like you would in basketball or volleyball. So you the way you hold that object, the, the object that's going to touch the ball is important in your ability to control the ball. Well, and it also has a, a reaction on how your entire body works because if your hands are too tight on a golf club, it causes um, tension up your forearm and into your shoulders and through your back, and then you can't swing the golf club. And you do need to hold it firmly in pickleball 
But if you get really tight and your and your muscles are not reactive, you're not going to be able to react to the ball as fast as you could if your muscles were relaxed. And I think the, the holding of the paddle is the first connection you have to that. It all has to do with tension. So if you're holding on tight enough that you have, you know, white knuckling it, so to speak, and it creates tension, you're not going to be able to react to it. You know, of course, in golf, the ball's not moving, so you have a lot more time, but then you have too much to think about it, where in, in pickleball, you have to react to it. But your grip does affect whether or not you do have soft hands, and that equates to a soft touch and dinking and taking pace off the ball, and you need to hold on firmly to the paddle, but if your muscles are tense and you have a lot of tension in your shoulders and you're you know not breathing you're not going to be able to react to the ball as quickly we're talking with denise boutine from rvpicklers.com iptpa certified pickleball teaching professional and for many years pga teaching professional as well what's something else you can take from your golf game and convert it over and incorporate it into your pickleball game well, once that, then it's the whole athletic position of on the quarter and the golf course, because prior to taking a swing of either one, your weight has to be pretty much on the balls of your feet. And, and in pickleball, you know, you're at, your weight is always moving forward, at least you want it to, as in the, the motion in golf is different because it's more rotational, where in pickleball it's front to back, but you still want your weight toward the balls of your feet. And the athletic positions are similar but different but you still need to maintain whatever posture you're going to take so that your weight stays there. Once you start swinging or hitting whatever you're in you know, the golf ball or the pickleball is that you want to maintain that posture throughout the shot. And what I mean by that, you're not being a golfer, you, you may not quite understand this, but you're not reacting to a ball. You're standing on the side of a ball when you play golf and your body is tilted forward so that your arms hang underneath your chest. Mm-hmm. And so therefore you swing the club underneath your body and because and you want to maintain that tilt from your hips throughout the swing so that the club can swing underneath your chest if that if you understand what i'm yeah. saying if you can visualize what i'm saying with that oh i can denise and i didn't i didn't mean to give the impression that i just know absolutely nothing about golf i'll have you know that i was the putt putt champion of my neighborhood <laughs> when i was a kid that's good because you have to be able to maintain that posture and putting as well so that's a good accomplishment yeah. oh we had a great deal when i was growing up there was a putt putt right it was just a a mile or so from my house and in the summertime they would uh, on mondays only it was all you you could play all day on Monday for one dollar. Oh wow, that's it, great! Oh yeah, I'd get up in the morning, I'd pack my little peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you know, and in, in my little <laughs> the little bag that I had on on the back of my bike, and I'd ride my bike up there, give them my dollar, and I was good to go. I'd be up there the whole day playing. Well, actually, you have half the game battled if you can putt well. Oh yeah, how's that? Well, because when you play golf, if you play eighteen holes. Half of the score is putting because most people take two putts on each hole. So that's 36 shots right there. Oh, I never thought of it like that. So if you can putt, actually a lot of a lot of teachers, including myself, would teach people from the hole back because you have to be able to know how to get the ball in the hole. And that's similar to pickleball in the sense that you start at the no volley zone because people need to know how to dink the ball over the net. So I didn't even think about that, but there's probably the closest similarity in the beginning of both sports 
is that you learn to play golf from the hole back and you learn to dink from the no volley zone back. Or you learn to play pickleball from the no volley zone back, I should say. Okay, those are some really interesting mechanical similarities between golf and pickleball. Let's do this. Let's recap the mechanical similarities again. And then if you'd be kind enough, Denise, join me next week and we'll talk about what I think is super important, maybe even more important than the physical, and that is the mental aspect of both pickleball and golf. Is that okay with you? That sounds perfect. Okay, great. Let's get a quick recap of the mechanical things. Let's start with the grip that you mentioned. Well, and again, this is my, you know, everybody holds the paddle the way they're they're comfortable with it. I, I um, had the opportunity to work with Brian Staub when I first started playing or early in my career. And he bet he is an advocate of the continental grip. And that to me was very similar to my right-handed grip in golf. So my last three fingers of my right hand pretty much and the back part of my palm kind of sit on top of the grip of both the pickleball paddle and my golf club. And I hang on with the last three fingers and my thumb and forefinger are there to help support and guide, particularly in the backhand. So that's the similarities to me in the grips because that's you know how I played golf that's how I hold a pickleball paddle whether it be right or wrong that's how I see this they're very similar all right and what was another mechanical uh similarity between golf and pickleball well they kind of all go together so you want to maintain an athletic position or posture kind of the um compressed at the known volley zone and you have your weight toward your balls of your feet making sure that you're ready for it and you and the other thing about it is you have to have your paddle in a ready position so it has to be up we're in golf your golf club has to be in the ready position behind the golf ball. So that goes along with being um, athletic, weight on your balls of feet, and ready with your posturing, ready for the ball. Good stuff, Denise. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Chris. And be sure and keep up with everything Nancy Whiteman and Denise Boutine are up to at rvpicklers.com. If you're interested in the IPTPA, you can learn more about that at iptpa.com. We will link to both of those in the show notes. And speaking of the IPTPA... I want to give a shout out and congratulations to my friend Inga Carr, who is the very first person in Western North Carolina to become a certified IPTPA teaching professional. Congratulations, Inga. Hey, check out pickleballshow.com for previous episodes, more great advice from people like Nancy Whiteman, Brian Staub, Matthew Blum. They're all in there. Coach Mo, Deb Harrison, a who's who of pickleball greats. I'm Chris Allen. This is the Pickleball Show. And until next week, keep them low. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.